What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. It's the Chrissy D Residency, episode two of this guy, back in the studio. Uh, I love Chrissy D. I'm so happy that he's here for a while shooting so we can do these uh, Whisk Ginger. We're also going to be doing some sketch stuff together that we're trying to film. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, so far, we're having a lot of fun. And uh, I feel like I don't even need to do this, but what a disclaimer with Chrissy D and I. We're always joking around, having a good time, and sometimes uh, he's joking a little bit too much. And uh, just know, uh, we're comedians. It's annoying to have to say this, but good God. Take almost nothing we say serious. And I mean that across all platforms. We're idiots getting paid to be idiots. So just have fun, will you? Stop trying to control the world. Okay, just sit back and have a good time. This almost means nothing, all of it. So just have some fun, all right? Um, this episode is so fun, uh, and he's such a goofball. And uh, also, he talks in the middle of the episode about, I'm on tour. Salt Lake City is almost all sold out. We have one show left that we added on Thursday night. Uh, go to andersantino.com for those tickets. Also, uh, Dallas, uh, uh, Addison, sorry. Addison slash Dallas, uh, the Addison Improv in Dallas. Um, those shows are selling out very fast, so please go get those as well. Um, andrewsantino.com also happy to announce Boston Boston baby the Wilbur Theater I'm coming to Boston we're finally making it happen in October they opened up theaters let's go dude let's go to fucking Boston bro I'm excited as shit to go um, to go to the Wilbur Theater in Boston we sold it out the first time then then Roan's hit and then Yes, uh, we're back again finally. So, uh, Boston, uh, the the uh, the tickets are on sale uh, right now at noon. It should be at noon, uh, noon right now when this episode is out. So, go buy them tickets if you're a Bostonian. Uh, I love you so very much, and I cannot wait to see you guys. You're looking for more content like this? Uh, go to the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/WhiskeyGingerPodcast. I do uh, zooms with the top tier. Uh, we're doing uh, YouTube live stuff, um, all sorts of discounts. Then we do Cheeto chats, which are the solo episodes. Uh, so go there and andrewsantino.com for tickets. Uh, also, uh, the merch. If you're looking for the merch, you're on YouTube. Look down below. It's all, all that stuff is down there or it's at andrewsantino.com in the store. Uh, you can click on dat dad to go hunt for what I got. All right, I'm done rambling. Let's go to the episode. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey, $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Okay, check two. Six, eight, nine, six, nine. Takashi, six, nine. Takashi, six, nine. Takashi six nine. All right. Yeah. Takashi six nine. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth because he's a resident while he's in town. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chris Stefano. Whiskey. 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 We're not drinking whiskey today because it's early. And, Early uh, bird, and I'm Papa also, had to work out today. Pa, you worked. I worked out this morning. Did you work out no, today? No, I'm working out this afternoon. You worked out in the morning. I right? worked out in the morning. I was supposed to go um, with Brendan Schaub uh, to his gym, um, but I couldn't because I had to get a COVID test. Um, and the nurse came over and she was hot. She was a hottie. Yeah, and she came over and she gave me a COVID test. She gave uh, my girl a COVID test and then she gave my kids COVID tests. Wait, seriously? Yeah, dude. It's, kids uh, can't get it, right? I got to be honest with you. Yeah. Seriously, like, I, I'm not going to be one of those guys like, oh, I fucking hate LA because it's stupid. LA, LA is a great city. Yeah. But the, the COVID hysteria here is a little scary We're to going us. Off. Although, do you it's know what a today little is? Scary. You know what today is? Uh, 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 Hitler's birthday? Yes, it is! Yeah! 
yeah. No. <laughs> Edit it. It's it's a clip it out. Clip it. It's uh no. It's today is our first day open. Our first day open indoors. So let's give it up for LA for letting people dine indoors let's, today. Let's do it. Six months later. By the way, we're in, uh, honestly, I do think that they'll be letting people in eat indoors, and then um, COVID's gonna hit like a little few com- small communities and then they're going to shut it down again. It, so but, get ready. But get it locked is, in. It's one of those things where like, you know, with this Kovi Wovi, I just feel like too, even like I was jogging the other day, like with no mask on, which yeah. is like okay in New York because you're not around people. I jog with no mask because I'm in my neighborhood. Right. I'm near nobody. You're near nobody. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and I'm just like, you know, people look at you and with this stink eye and I'm like, listen, dude, like listen, what do you want me to dude. do? That's what I say. Yeah, I w- listen, dude. Because it gets to the point where it's like, okay, listen, I want to be, I want to just walk up to somebody and be like, look, Trump lost, okay? You don't have to fucking, you don't have to, <laughs> you know, make this a political issue you with won. the mask anymore. You won. You won. Your it's fucking over. guy won. Yeah. So you don't have to, you could take the mask off now. You Wei Zhongzhan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. But you know what I'm saying? Where it's just, you want to walk up. The hysteria up, is bonkers. It's a little crazy out look, here. Look, we said this before. I think we should be safe, but I'm also like... Sometimes, but uh, that's the irony, right? Like I walked into my breakfast place today and I got us breakfast and then who's us? people are eating inside. Who's us? My other family. Oh. <laughs> I, didn't jealous? Know. You jealous? I didn't know about her. You jealous? Us? Yeah. Her. We get wrong. Oh, fuck yeah. By the way, there was, an art- there was a few articles published a long time ago that said, is Andrew Santino gay? And then who's my lover? And they were searching for who my male lovers were. Who was it? And my dad found out and he was like, what is this? Uh, you're gay online stuff. What is this? I'm like, don't <laughs> yeah. worry about it. I know, dude. It says I'm gay there too. But what can you do? Nothing. Get- I'm the one that put it out there. Yeah. I like 100%. leaking it. I like dude, leaking it to the press. I have a goal. I want to get on Wiki Feet. I want to get I'm my puppies. You're, you got your puppies on Wiki Feet? I'm on my, I'm on my Wiki wow, Feet. Wow, pull it up. But I want to see how much I am now because I think it changed. What Let's was see. your original rating? Wiki Feet. It, uh, you know, uh, the guy from H3, Ethan, showed it to me. I like that kid, Ethan. Oh, no, 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 not Wiki Feet. The men one is different. Oh, oh, you, oh, I can't, I can't get men's feet on Wiki no, Feet? No, Wiki Feet for men is called something else, and I'm oh. stupid, but it's, it's called... You're not uh, stupid, Andrew. Wiki, well, what is it? It's not Wiki Feet men. Let me see. Andrew Santino. I was on there. Right. Because I got cutesy pootsies. Oh, I am. You do? Well, I am on there. What's it called? I'm a, it's, it's just, it, no, it's literally men Wiki Feet. Men Wiki, dot men Wiki, Wiki Feet. feet. 4.9 out of 5. 4.91 out of 5. Yummy. Okay. Some of these images are hot, hot, hot. Let's see. 4.9 out of 5 on men wiki feet. And I got to tell you, do you know why? Because I take care, good care of my feet. You do. I you wash don't. them. I clip my nails. Nothing is more repulsive to me when guys have nasty toenails. Oh, I'm on it too. What do you got, Papa? Uh, buddy, I got a 3.21 out of 5. <laughs> uh, you got bad feet. I got bad feet. Yeah, I got really nice feet. Apparently, I've had a lot of comments about you- my feet on the webs. That's, that's your foot? That's disgusting, That's right? gross. I have what's called hammer toes. Hammer toes. Yeah, so yeah. I came out when I was born. I came out with my thumbs flexed in and my toes flexed over. They had to they had to break them apart. Yeah, Wait, when I was they a baby. were crossed? They were crossed. They're called hammer toes. Yuck. And then I have what's called trigger thumbs. Look at that. Oh, wow. yeah, well, that's trigger thumbs because you trigger everybody with what you wow. say. Trigger thumbs. Cut, you look jacked right there. You're I was beefy. in shape. I was in better shape. No, but you're back still then. beefy. I'm not as beefy as I was. But, but now but, I'm thick, but I've lost the muscle because of Roan. Because of Roan's. But here's the thing with you. Because of Rice Arona. Because you, but mm-hmm. you don't. Ding, ding. Bing, bing, bing. 
You don't um you don't get fat though. You get skinny, which I I get I get tubby. See, yeah, I I won't get fat because I'll I won't stress eat. I'll stress not eat. I'll just get depressed and then I won't eat and I'll just drink booze and go to bed. Right. That's not good. So there's times where literally the only the calories you're putting in your body are from the booze? No, I'll have a small meal during the day, but then at night I'll have a couple of sips of something and so, then I'll and then I'll take a nap. Yeah, cuz I've been working hard I don't stress eat. trying to lose weight and get but it, for me, I've noticed like I've I've been out here for six days now and yeah. i feel like i've put on five or six pounds but no no, no but i i, I could feel it in my body because for me if i'm the kind because i have fat parents genetically mm-hmm. so so if i if i don't i have something called it's called metabolic syndrome x my dad has diabetes my mom has high blood pressure and we are the type when uh, uh metabolic syndrome x kid we have we get um uh, we get bad genetics. We get blood pressure and, and high sugar, which I have, and we get fat quick. Wait so a minute, I gotta try to do, be careful. Do, 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 are you pre-diabetic? I'm pre-diabetic, and I have my blood pressure is 131 over 82. So it's not. What is that? I don't know. Terrible. What's, what's, what's good? 120 over 80 or below. That's probably I'm somewhere near there. You know, you're good. You're. I could tell you're a healthy kid. You're a healthy. I don't know, man. Kid. Sometimes I've been eating lately. I had not been like I've been eating every anything I want. What did you eat for breakfast this morning when you went into the place? Breakfast burrito. Wow. With bacon and potatoes. And potatoes. But you know what I do? I eat half of it with the tortilla, and then the other half I just dig out the, the, the insides because I don't need a massive, huge... The tortilla they give you is this big. It's, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. Really? This big. Yeah, because, because Southern California, we have the best Mexican food on planet Earth. And so these spots, they make the, the most authentic handmade tortillas. So they give you these huge... They're the size right. of, a, of a large pizza. I can't eat all that tortilla. What'd your wife eat? She finished what I didn't eat and then ate two other burritos because she's a chubber. Yeah, she's, she's chunky, 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 chunky. I like fat chicks. I like fat chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, well, yeah, I know. I don't I, let her eat, by the way. I don't let her eat before noon. Yeah, you can't. No, you don't get to eat before noon. I know, dude. My, you got to see. I posted a picture of my girl's belly the other day. I mean, looking she's good. She's looking good. Yeah, but she's fucking. You see her. Fucking, Are you seeing the baby kick? Oh yeah, because I keep forgetting I have a baby in there. There's yep. a baby in there. There's cause. a baby in there because I was like, hey, you got to fucking chill on the Pepsis. But there's a bambino. There's a little bambino. We can't feel the baby kick just yet. I, I, she can. I could feel like little little Oops. thumpers, but she feel she could feel it doing um like spin moves in the in the uterus. Let's do a capoeira inside. Yes. Bum, bum, Let's do bum, a capoeira. Yes. Bum, bum, bum. So because it is Latin, so it does have some capoeira in there. It does zumba. There. Yeah, my daughter said yesterday because because she was like um. My girl was like, oh, I don't really feel the baby moving. And my stepson was like, it's probably bored. So my daughter was like, mom, you should just swallow a toy and let the baby play with the toy. And I was like, it's a great idea. That's brilliant. That's a brilliant idea. Swallow a toy. Let it have yeah. some fun down there. Wait, how many months? She's six months. So, uh, three months left. Three months left. I'm due good date. at math. You know what the due date is? I told you this. Oh, July 4th. Really? Yes. America's birthday. Independence Day, America's fucking birthday. You got to name your kid America. Or Indy. Indy. Donald. Donnie. 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 What if you name your kid Donald Trump Stefano? That's what I want to do. <laughs> I want to name my kid <laughs> Don, Don Stefano is a pretty wild name. By the way, that's a normal name. There's got to be a Don Stefano in your family somewhere. Uh, th- well, there's not one in my family, but I mean, there has to be. If your name's Don Stefano, there has to be someone named Don Stefano listening be. to this podcast. So please tweet at us. Shout out Don Stefano. How about this? Donald Trump Stefano. What do we think? Let's, I hope it comes up. By the way, you guys are watching. Hey, Johnny DeStefano. There you go. I got an Uncle Johnny. Donald, Donald, John Trump, John DeStefano speaking engagements. By, your, by the way, you're, we're on the set of Whiskey Ginger. Andrew Santino and I have started our new show called Good Friends. Good Friends. Good Friends. Speaking of which, last night, me and this good friend, uh, we did a show together in Hollywood. Yeah. We did two well, shows. I'm your G-O-O-D friend, and then Bobby's your G-O-O. 
Right. <laughs> you fill in the blank. <laughs> you're my, but you're 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 uh, actually actually a good friend because I said let's meet at the show and I was running late and you showed up and we did two shows together. We did. We had a good time. It was really fun, actually. Honestly, the 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 in the round, I've done it for like three weeks now. I'm really getting used to like that rhythm. The round, doing a stand-up show in the round, it's tough though, at least it was tough for me to get my bearings because I'm like, when I look at one way in the crowd and you know, you gotta kind of like set it up where like the punchline has to land, like you have to pick where you're gonna land right. in a way, like you can't just do your jokes. Like I realized a couple of jokes I messed up on the first show is because I started the joke to one side and did the punchline on the other. Mm, where it's like, you it. gotta, if you're gonna stay there, you gotta stay one way. And then you, commit, you commit to one, one angle of people that are that look like they're having the most fun yeah i commit to them and then i move to some and if i feel their vibe is whack then i go to the other side i keep shifting around and we yeah. did the round when i was with rogan we did it in san diego state at their arena the or aztecs? whatever what's the name of aztecs yeah. yeah and they were great that round was so much fun mm -hmm. and at first i was intimidated because we had done arenas before but i had never done a round arena no no because arena neither. stage is genuinely kind of just the same at right. some point it feels the same as any as big theaters right right because some of the big theaters you can't see the back anyway doesn't matter doesn't matter but the round you see everybody everything everybody yeah i i felt like yesterday during that you know doing the show on the round i was just a little bit like it was weird logan paul was in the front row oh so yeah I, I was, lp I was, like, was I there get into youtube lp was there lp was there. lp was there with his buddies and his crew and his click and uh he he applauded. He was very nice, very polite. I said hello to him. I met him after the what show. A nice kid. I never met him before. Great kid. Nice kid. Multi, 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 multi millionaire. Millionaire. I looked up online what he was selling Pokemon cards for. Those are that FTP stuff or whatever. Yeah, he, he made three and a half million in one day. Oh yeah, NFT. He gave um he gave my you know because we went to FTP. I, well, I went, I'm a dad. I'm I'm, I'm a dad. <laughs> you selling HIVs, Pokemons? Yes. What are you doing? I did a. I went and exercised at his house. Uh, a couple of days ago, and I brought my stepson, and he gave my one of his friends gave my stepson a freaking mint edition Pokemon card. Does does your stepson know who he is? Yes, he's old enough to be in. That. He does, but you know what was cool about my stepson? He knew who he was, but he didn't fanboy it at all. He was like, I, well, it wasn't until we got back in the car and we were leaving. I was like, do you know who that is? He was like, yeah, it's Logan Paul. I'm like, you didn't freak out? He was like, he's just on YouTube. I That's was like, so you. Cool. That kid is so cool. It's cool, cool. He's just on YouTube. He goes, he's just on YouTube. I was like, yeah, but you see like how cool his house was or whatever. And then my stepson was like, my dad has a big house than that. I was like, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He, he lives, lives in, in his studio in Long Island. He lives in the basement of a Chinese restaurant in Bensonhurst, kid. <laughs> Little different. <laughs> Wait, yeah. he, he, how, how old is he? 13, the kid? No, no, my, uh, my step, he's 10. 10, okay. 10-year-old kid. 10 might be too kid. young to be in that world of Logan Paul. I think 14, 15 might really have Well, no, he knows Logan Paul because he loves Pokemon, so he's he's seen the Pokemon stuff. So I'm Logan really Paul does. ignorant. What do you do? He gets Logan Paul gets Pokemons. And then he, like, opens them up. And then he sells them after he opens them. I think so. And that part, and, I don't know what he does with. Right, because he's got boxes of them on the internet. Yeah, I think it's all about the opening things. And like, then what's the UTI thing that he's selling? What's the that? The UTI thing that he is is a type of cryptocurrency. It's uh -huh. a non-fungible token. It's like that. I can't really explain it, even though I'm Christy Crypto and the Crypto King. You should. I can't really explain it, what it is, but I know that it's a lot of money, and I know mm. that I've I was gonna buy a house on Long Island with my family, but I've told them to hold tight because I got the whole thing in crypto. Okay. Yeah. So I got the whole thing in crypto. All I'm a crypto in crypto. I put it all in crypto because listen, I felt like I feel like you know. 
people, I'm watching these documentaries, and they're saying that the gold, there's no gold to back up the dollar, and mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. And I said, Elon Musk, I'm listening to whatever Elon Musk says. I don't have any Doji coins. You know the Doji coins? Doji Cat, the performer? Doji Cat. Killed it last night. Doji Cat did do well. She did very, very well. Very, very well. talented. Very talented. Very talented. Very good. Grand Trevor is. Noah bombed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe you can't find any jokes in that $27 million house. It's such a big house. There's no yeah. rooms with jokes in there, my friend. Yeah. No. It was terrible. Can't, no, look, it was Because it's hard to, it's hard, it's very hard to host that show. I'm though. not, I'm not. I'm just going to be honest. It's very hard I'm to do what I'm not hating on Trevor Noah. It's, it is a nightmare gig. You can't nightmare. win. You can't win. Hosting, the, the only one that you can win at is hosting the Golden Globes like Gervais does because yeah. all you have to do is shit on them. Yeah. They, they love it. They think it's so funny. And then somebody complains every year that the host, that Gervais is being rude or mean. But oh, it's like, God. you paid him to do that. You know, they try to go after Bill Burr after his oh, presentation. They get over, he, it was hilarious. Bill didn't even address it. You My won't even believe this. Tweet. Yeah. His wife, his wife, Naya, do you know her? Yes. She's like one, of the, one of the coolest fucking people on planet Earth. Yeah. She, she retweeted some moron. Look at how, look at this dipshit this morning. She retweeted this. What, tell me if this guy doesn't deserve to get hit by a fucking bus. This guy, somebody says, um, a bunch of Gen Z idiots calling Bill Burr a racist. Meanwhile, and then put up a photo of Burr and Nea together, his wife, who is sure. who is a beautiful, uh, wonderful black woman. And then this guy says, while I'm not suggesting Bill Burr is a racist, a white man having a non-white wife can sometimes be a sign of racism. Ah, What? Look at this, look at this, look at this. Wait, and then this idiot goes on. So you shouldn't assume someone isn't racist just because they own own a minority sex servant. They may very well have one because they're racist. Wowzers. I, dude, at first I thought, this guy's a comedian. This is yeah. in, This got to be a joke. Yeah, Not, no. No, this isn't a comic. He said, owned a sex servant. <laughs> he said, owned a sex servant, because that's what, when white men get black wives, he's saying that they're, that's them owning a uh, sex servant. So she re retweeted it being like, look at this lunacy yeah, on the internet. Yeah, she retweeted this what? moron and, go, and, she, and she wrote, bitch, shut the fuck up, which exactly. is like, perfect. Yeah, yeah <laughs> bitch, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Put some respect on my name. I think she's the shit. And then, by the way, this guy, I, I wanted to go, I wanted to say something and I thought, what a waste of my time. This guy's obviously, right. at some point you're like, I'm not gonna, I can't even engage with so uh, like because it seems so fake. It seems like it's a bit saying that you own a minority well, sex well, servant. Well, dude, I, that sounds like he's making. He thinks he's being I funny. Don't, I don't even believe that that person's a real person. I genuinely this is bot shit. I believe that that's bots. I ge I genuinely in my heart of heart believe that ninety nine percent of that stuff are not. If you're going to send a hate tweet like that, what I think you legally should have to do is record a video of you saying exactly that. You have to you have to prove to me that you're a real person because if not, then that was just automated bullshit. To Here's me. what's crazy: he's verified. This guy's name is Clayburn Griffin. Sounds like he was part of the fucking. Oh, sounds is he, like a little... he was from the north. You know what yeah, I mean? from the south, from the south, from, from the, the south. south. Yeah, he was from the south. Uh, I'm good at computers, and they're good at me. Lovington, New Mexico, Queens, New York. Clayburn Queens, Griffin. New York. This guy's name is Clayburn Griffin. But Imagine your name was Clayburn. Do you know this guy, Clayburn Griffin? And no. Who is he? Oh, he's a writer, wordslinger, and a digital frontier. As many stories Ugh. to tell in a few already. You can find his writings. About, I don't want to promote this guy. Please don't look him up. Anyway, yeah. I don't want to promote this loser. Yeah, but... but that's it, the kind of stuff that made me go, oh, that's it. We're over. We're but done. But it's just one of those things where it's like, even like, listen, you know, I, I was excited because we thought Bill Burr was going to come last night, but he, I think he got sick He didn't or feel well. He said he didn't feel well. He was. I'm sure he's overworking himself like a dog. Yeah, he's I mean, working his ass shooting off. 90 things at once. But dude. You know, my girl is, is Puerto Ricanya, so yeah. she, don't tell anybody, don't tell ICE, but she is a Latin, and so she, 
she saw what Bill Burr said yesterday presenting a Latino a, a award, Latin some type award, of award, and yeah. she was like, what is the problem with this? She was like, I was laughing. She was like, that's a funny thing to say. She was like, because it is crazy that he's a white guy yeah. presenting that. She's like, but it's funny. He's a comedian. Like, we loved it. So she was, she was like, I oh, loved it. I thought cares. it was... She was like, I thought it was great. And that's exactly what she said. She said, here's the thing is you being an entertainment. Well, she was talking to me. She was like, you being an entertainment, Chris. She was like, you think that normal people carry on with this stuff. She's like, the, the, the normal person does, did it, probably didn't even watch the Grammys last night. Yeah. And she was like, and if they did, the Bill Burr thing came and went and nobody cared. Nobody like, cares. No, she was like, think about what a psychopath you have to be to go on Twitter and voice your outrage because of a comedian saying something. Do you know what an absolute, <laughs> truly mentally ill person you have to be yeah. to do that in the first place? Yeah. The rampant narcissism you have to be right. exhibiting in the first place to be like, look at me, these negative tweets. It's all bullshit. It's, it's, a devil's, fucking... it's a idle hands of the devil's play toy. We've said this before. What did you People, just say? Idle hands of the devil's play toy. <laughs> idle hands of the devil's play toy. Idle hands of the devil's play toy. He nodded. In here, we pour whiskey. Welcome back to MTV Spring Break. Hey, man, Spring Break is here. And you want to look good when you're on the beach with the ladies or the dudes or whoever. Or whatever gender non-specific person that you're into, it doesn't really matter. Whoever you want to look sexy for, even if it's for yourself, you got to get yourself some Manscaped. I've been pushing Manscaped for so long now, and I really do love this stuff. I have six of their products at my house that I currently use, okay? Uh, I have one specifically for my downstairs, my hoo-ha. I got my face, I got my nose, uh, the ear trimmer, the ear nose hair trimmer. Um, I also, their cologne is really good. Uh, I, I know I say that with like a, huh? But I do like it. It is uh, incredible. But uh, Manscaped's here to ensure that the party in your pants never stops. Uh, uh, even Veronica Corningstone wouldn't say no to this pants party. Hey, man, Anchorman reference. They're taking it way back at Manscaped. Um, everyone's uh, preparing for a spring break. Uh, you got to get your body looking good. Uh, we have exclusive offer, 20% off discount using code WHISKEY20 at manscaped.com. That's incredible. I can't talk about them enough. The Lawnmower 3.0, it's waterproof. I use it in the shower, and then I leave the hairs for my old lady to clean up. <laughs> uh, if you're looking to cr clean up your, your, your gundle, your gooch, your nifkin, your taint, your undercarriage, Area 51, you got to get Manscaped's Lawnmower. Got to get the ear, nose, and hair trimmer. That stuff is great, too. Uh, and honestly, I love this stuff because these guys make great quality stuff. And it doesn't, it is a, that no nick technology, my friend. You're not going to nick and bleed out. 20% uh, off and free shipping with the code whiskey20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off. That's really good. Free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code whiskey20. Uh, say aloha to your new beautiful balls with Manscaped. Whiskey20 is the code at manscaped.com. Hey, guys, these curators at Bespoke Post have really done it again. I really like what they put together. Honestly, you will, too. you got to check it out. It's high-quality, cool, sexy, inventive stuff. Um, they have this thing called the Box of Awesome. The Box of Awesome, they kind of coordinate with you on what you like and what you don't like. Got myself some uh, cool whiskey decanters, new glasses. Um, I also got myself a little travel bag because I needed it because now we be traveling again, which I'm excited about. Um, but you have to check out Bespoke Post if you don't know what they are. Um, they basically put together this uh, collection uh, for men to showcase pieces to, like, you know, level up hosting skills at your house, or they have cool travel stuff, cooking tools, barware, which I love, grooming goods. Um, they really do have uh, everything for every kind of dudeskis, um, and it's called this Box of Awesome collection. you got to check it out. Just go take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Uh, your answers are going to help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a whole bunch of different categories with new stuff, which I like. Free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel at any time. Each box is 45 bucks, which is nothing because it's got over $70 worth of stuff inside of there. 
it's really great stuff. You will like it. It's really cool. It's really unique and different. I like the decanter a lot and my bag. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com. Enter that code WHISKEY at checkout, baby. That's boxofawesome.com. Enter the code WHISKEY for 20% off your first box. All it is is people are bored out of their fucking mind because of the pandy, and then they feel like this is a good outlet for them to say some dumb shit. People need to go back to work. Yeah, they're bored. They're Literally, fucking bored. people need to go back to fucking work. Yes. We can't continue to just sit at home. Even if the pandy-wandy gets you, then let the pandy-wandy get you because uh, it's better. I'd rather people start dying in droves yeah. than be sitting at home getting mad on internet outrage stuff. But I think we're past it now in the sense of, Bill Burr, nothing's going to happen to Bill Burr. Yeah, but he doesn't address that stuff. See, he's too smart to address it. That's the other thing we should take a note on, is when the smallest group in the world gets angry at something that you said, you just move forward because your big majority of your fans don't give a fuck at all. Burr never addresses that stuff. It's remarkable. When he did the SNL bit, there was was bullshit phony articles popping up being like, how insensitive. He didn't even... He didn't even like turn his shoulder to look at that stuff. No, it was incredible. But that's the kind of stuff that we should take a note from. You know yeah, what I mean? dude, I I hundred percent agree. I like mean- Gervais said that. Gervais said. Uh- he tweeted something that was like, people are always like, what can you say now? What can you say? He goes, look, you can say fucking anything that you want. Some of the things you say are going to piss some people off. You either you either address that or you just keep going on your merry way. Yeah, that's, I think. Yeah, just, just keep fucking off. I think literally there's so many, we're, we're, you know, the world is so big. The internet's so big. There's so many people. There's so many. There's literally, dude, you wake up and there's just problems, 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 problems. So whatever problem you might be in the crosshairs of is gone in a day. In a day. It, it, it's our peers, like you said, who keep retweeting the hate and be like, look at what this person said about me. Shut up. Yeah. Why, why give any of those losers power? Yeah, it's why weird. would you ever give them power? Yeah, you know what? Just we'll, move on. I, I probably should blank out his name so no one knows who he is. That, oh, that yeah. way we'll cut, his, cut that losers because then he doesn't give them any weight. No, Because when you talk about it, it gives, them, it gives them weight. That's what they want. By the way, I heard, uh, speaking of weight, uh, Burt Kreischer. He put on weight again? Somebody said, I think he said, he tweeted something that was really... Um, I don't know if he got Rones. Did he? I don't know. But he's, is he going to die, Bert, or he's going to make it? If he gets it, yeah, he's got that Mickey Mantle. Calling Bert. What's up, buddy? Hey, you're on my podcast with me and DeStefano. How are you, baby? I'm doing awesome, dude. Did you get Rona? You tweeted about it this morning, and I was like, "Did you get it?" I tweeted about. I tweeted that I had coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> what did I tweet? You t- <laughs> hold on, Bert. Bert, say hi to DeStefano. Hi, Bert. What's up, Chris? How you doing? Good, baby. How are you? Okay, hold on. You're doing awesome. Bert, you didn't... You are. You're, you're just a happy guy. Yeah, because he's living the... He's, he's, he's always like, I'm doing awesome, dream. but then we'll read one day in the news, Bert Kreischer commits suicide. <laughs> but I, I tell you something. I, I have a soothing thought that if I ever... And if I ever get really freaked out about cancer, I'll just kill myself and know that I won't die from cancer. It's amazing, dude. You should do it on the tour bus and let your openers come find your body. Yeah, that's a it's a it's a Bert uh, it's a Bert uh, uh, yeah. go seek. Hide and go seek. Hide and go, su- hide and go suicide. Or, dude, you you know here's a fucking big money. Why don't you and Tommy do a live stream and you do the suicide and people have to pay Friday night? Whoa. <laughs> No, like no, late show. No, no late, late show. show. no late show. That's what it's called. No, Bert, look, today, you 17 hours ago, you wrote fucking COVID. And I was like, no, did you get COVID? Oh, wait, what? Oh, I was drunk. I was pretty drunk last night. <laughs> there okay, you go. Get that. We're good. Yeah. Then that's fine. All right, we wanted to check in with you because we love you. We got concerned. No, no. I got that Mickey Mantle gene, man. I See? Stood, I, sat, you do. I sat with Dr. Drew for fucking two hours fucking three feet from him when he was contagious and I didn't get it. Dude, you know so. you know how I got it. Chris gave it to me through a friend and Chris didn't get it. I, he literally transferred his, the disease. He was the middleman 
He was the really? he, yes. Yeah, the, I, 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 he didn't I, get it. Three and I did. times, three times I've been in a room with someone who's had it for multiple hours and I haven't gotten it. He's like you, man. He's got. We got to get you tested for the Mickey Mantle gene to see if you get, got it. Get me tested for the Mickey Mantle. Because this guy's not, okay. he might have it. He might have it and just, just be given you, it. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if you're looking at my Instagram. But I'm deadlifted 305 without any training. I mean, come on, bro. We it's saw. Like, it is incredible. Do you see what he, you know? You know, Chrissy's been training with Logan Paul all week. No way. Yes, he has. Yeah. Yes, he's yes. going to his gym. He's fight. He, he says, tell him what you said about the fight, about him boxing, too, by the way. Well, no, not him. Ryan Garcia. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Garcia, Garcia was hitting the bag in the gym and watching this guy rip and just throw hooks to the bag. I was like, ouchie, fouchy. That would hurt me. <laughs> and by the way, he's 20 years old, the kid. He's 20 years old, and he Jesus. will get his fucking balls licked. He, hit, he hits, and Chris is attracted oh, to him. Chris gorgeous says whenever, kid. He, whenever he swings at the bag, Chris yeah. gets hard. I told my girl when I got home that night, I was like, you need to start looking more like Ryan Garcia if you want me to keep fucking you. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, Ben. I gotta tell you, I, I really sincerely hope that Ben Askren is appreciative of what Logan Paul's done for his career. Huge. Because his wife, his wife is now like legit getting sponsors to post on her Instagram. She's an, she went from like seven hundred followers to fifteen thousand overnight. Wow. And now she's making loot. I mean, and by the way, Ben Askren's like a household name now. We're talking about him like legit. I'm excited for this fight. I'm more yeah. excited for this fight than I'm excited for anything I've seen lately. Now, I, so, I honestly, it, it's a good boot. It's a good boot. He knows it though. Chrissy was telling me that like the coordination that's going on behind the scenes that no one knows about, it's 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 there and they yeah. keep it. They keep it. It's uh, like wrestling. It truly like is wrestling. wrestling. It it's is. the same thing. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's and Askren and Askren knows. Askren's appreciative. You know what I mean? Like right. I said, I would make a yeah. great boxing. I would make a great boxer. I am all about promotion. I could do this so well. Like, I, man, I'm telling. Maybe I'll start training for boxing. You know, I'm I'm just gonna get ripped. I'm gonna do a cycle of steroids. Get rid yes. and, and transition into boxing. I swear to yes. God, uh, you know how much fun this would be to have the comedy community behind like a boxing crew. We should all do, be on tests. We should all be on testosterone. I would. I need to be on test for sure. I want to be on I, it. I definitely do need it. I mean, Bert doesn't need it. This guy's Bert's a machine. Filled with it. It's it's ridiculous. My, my, my trainer. My trainer said to me last night. I tied one on. I apparently tweeted out that I had COVID without having it. <laughs> and then and I tied one on. I came in and I had to do like 2,000 meters on the rower to start, and I'm just sweating piss out of my body. It is horrific. <laughs> and then I get done. I get done. I mean, a legit workout. Like, like did shoulders, did chest, did flies, did inclines, did, did gorilla lifts. I mean, I did everything, and I get done, and my trainer's looking at me, and she goes, I don't get it. Like, people aren't supposed to be able to bounce back when they get wasted the night before. I was like, I don't know, man. I love it. You have something special brewing inside you. I don't know what it is. Yes. You, you, you've got this thing where you're, I've never met someone that's able to drink and run. I can't drink and run. No. You can have a couple of drinks and have a run like it's not even a thing. It's, if I have a drink, I need a nap. Same. If you if you get me a cocktail on a treadmill with some girl talk playing, I can dance and drink and run. I have the funnest time. And it's I, literally, if you saw me, you go, "This guy's crazy. He's out of his mind. Why is he wearing a cowboy hat?" But that's just the way I do. You're it. a bear. You're you're in the bear community in the gay community. You're a, you're an honest dream. Dancing to girl talk oh on my a God. treadmill. That's that's like a wet dream. That's what we want. It's somebody's fucking wet dream. Hundred percent, dude. I'm so glad that you're not that you don't have COVID. I'll let you go. We love you, Chris. Love you, Bert. To check in and say. Yeah. Uh, Chrissy's here for two months, so he wants to say hi to you while he's here. Can I and come work get, out in your house? Can we get can we get, can we get uh, Bert to go to Logan's house? Yes. Let's all go over there and go. You want to go train over there, Bert? Dude, I would love to. Let's go do that. Let's do that. All right, all right. We'll we'll set it up. All right. All right. Love you guys. Right, bye, love Bert. You, love Bye. You, um, yeah, dude. That so does Bert work out in his house? Where does Bert work yeah, out? Yeah, he's got his little. He's got his man cave, and he's got one of those. You know those treadmills. He's got the um, 
you know the self-generating one where you, yeah. you push you know he's yeah. got that too but this guy he's got the row machine he was doing 2,000 meters so if he didn't drink he would actually be a f like a jack have you ever seen photos of him when he was younger no was he jacked it's absurd like he's jacked in, and ripped he's just in great shit he was just like a he was just like a solid dude he looked solid as shit he looked like you know what he looked like he looked like a um he looked like a, a, a like a college rugby player do you know what I mean where you're right. like oh because rugby players they're never super cut no but they're always no they're solid. That the best word I can say is I don't know. solid I, as a rock. I couldn't tell you like if, if you put a rugby game on in front of me, mm. I would have, I mean, not a clue what's happening. Yeah, no, no, no. No, I don't know. Fancy what? football? You yeah. mean fancy football? I'd be like, yeah, what are they doing? They're allowed what? to kick it, they're allowed to run with it, they're Yo, allowed to toss it. You're allowed to hit people that don't even have the ball, which I think is you, wild. You know what's interesting though about rugby? First of all, they all do and they do it all in college shirts, right? They wear just full college shirts while they're playing, yeah, don't they're, they? Yeah, they're they're wearing like tucked in shirts. But they have they have some of the lowest rates of concussion of any major well, they sport. teach them how to tackle right that's the difference so yeah. it's like football i think the more gear you put on yes the more fearless you are and then you just get a concussion 100 when you talk to rugby guys too i, I my, my my good friend who lives up north was uh played rugby for a long time and rugby coach and all that stuff and he is a little he's a tiny little meatball a little yeah. short little, 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 little meatball yeah and this dude tells me all the time he's like you're so scared of hitting your head against somebody else's head like it's a conscious thought all the time, right? Because you don't want to bend that go. Bob. No, but in football, your first thought is, "I'm of course I'm going to lower my head, right, to get through these people." Like there's no doubt in my mind. But he says you're more strategic when you hit because you're thinking about, well, it's not about me injuring the other guy. I don't want to get injured by way of hitting another guy, right? Right. You don't want to clip a guy and then knock yourself out. No. And then take yourself out. It would a waste. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like where football is like. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna run as hard as I can and murder everyone in my path. Yeah, I, I got smoked when I was a kid. I got two concussions from football. My mother wouldn't let me play football, and to be honest, and my father used to yell at me. Do you know the reason why I genuinely couldn't play football? Mm. Every time I'd put the mouthpiece in, my gag reflex would go. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. But now you're trained. You could put three mouthpieces in your mouth and 100%. it wouldn't even matter. You could yeah. put one in the back of your throat and then two up top yeah. and bottom. No, dude, I'll never forget. There was a team called in my neighborhood called the Ridgedale Brewers. That was like Ridgewood, Glendale, the right. Ridgedale Brewers. And I went to literally at the tryouts, the coach was like, oh, he's got to put in a mouthpiece. And my dad had one. I put it in and he put it in my mouth. And I was like, <laughs> like that. And I start, I come over crying and I'm like, I can't do the mouthpiece. And my dad's like, put the mouthpiece in. And my mom's like, let him just not wear the mouthpiece. And the coach's like, he, if he's on this field, he has to wear you a mouthpiece. You have to, you lose your teeth. Yeah. So I, I put in, I'm like, <laughs> I just gagging on the mouthpiece, I swear. And then I literally practiced. I probably practiced for probably 15 minutes, and then I just came over crying. I spit the mouthpiece out. I started yelling at my dad, my mom, because my parents were divorced. My, it was my dad's weekend. And my mom left with me with like without my dad. She's like, you're not going to get to see him. You're abusive. <laughs> She was like, you're making, him, you're making him wear that mouthpiece. Do you remember when we were young and we had to form the mouthpiece? You had to put it in boiling water and mm -hmm. melt it. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. And you put it in your mouth when it was still really hot. And you're like. <laughs> no, but I, you I'm telling you, it? I couldn't. I only, you never did that? The only time, uh, fast forward to like maybe a couple of years ago with boxing, I had to do, I had to spar for like this Mountain Dew thing. And I had to wear a mouthpiece and I had to, do, I had to boil it in hot water and do that. But dude, I, I swear to God, like I kept feeling like I was going to throw up. Does that, does that ever go away like you just get used to I it i mean i got used to it over the years but yes. that's because i have a couple of different things in my mouthpiece that's you understand what, what i'm saying no, and, and i always had black mouth guards for some reason i never really? wore any other color i love big black mouth guards love if black i was gonna put something in my mouth there's gonna be a big black mouth guard do you so you play football your whole no i played football in junior high and then my, my dad was also my dad literally was like ultimatum my friend you want to keep playing basketball or do you want to Play football, he goes, by the time you get to high school, probably not going to turn out so good. Yeah. Because he was like, football is just going to, you're going to get injured. So you're not, because we had a lot of guys that obviously play both, basketball and football. They transitioned in the season. 
But these guys were men. You know what I mean? Right. They were grown men. They could take the hit. Right. So I, I was like, I can't get injured and then lose basketball. It was more important to me. So then I, I quit football junior high. Well, I did freshman program. I did freshman training program yeah. for football. And then I literally told the coach, I was like, this isn't going to happen. Dude. He was I, like, why not? I was like, because I, I don't, I don't, I, I want to play basketball that bad. And same, I don't want to like break an ankle or, or mess up something. And then my whole basketball season has gone. Well, now, well, now, see, that's the thing. Like, and then I quit I, basketball senior year because of drugs. Cocaine? Just all of them. <laughs> I um I I want to start playing basketball again. Like people have been like, even my dad was like, you should play basketball again. Like just pick it up because that was my whole life. Where? But it's like, dude. Well, even in the men's league, it's like I'm gonna blow out my mm -hmm. knees. The, can you imagine what a dick you would look like coming up onto stage with crutches? Like a fuck. Yeah. You how'd look you, like such a jerk off yeah. when you're an adult with crutches. Like mm -hmm. trying to get my daughter into appointments, trying to get her to school, like, oh, with a, just a cast on. And it's not even a good reason. It's not like, oh my God, something happened. I was fighting off a guy that broke into the house and I no. tripped and fell. No, I was playing hoops with my buds. Fucking on Thursday night, I blew my leg out. We played in a comics league. You know, we used to have a big comics league out here. Yeah, with the, what's it, the Sklar brothers, right? What's Everyone, it? I mean, it used to be everybody was in What it. happened though? Uh, it might be still going on pre-COVID, but we quit. We ended up quitting. I, I played for four Who's years. Who's we? Who quit? Uh, my whole team quit. Why? Just it was... Too many fights. Uh, it, Actual uh, fights? Well, there was both. I mean, people got into arguments and fights. Adam Ray last night. Adam Ray got kicked out from like five games for, for getting... He gets hussy-pussy. And he's really? a thicky-thicky thick girl. He's a girl. thick kid in a little Seattle. He's got Tell you something. He's got attitude and he's good on the court. He's, yes. He's dominant. Yes. And he can fight and he gets aggressive. But we always would get, there was always an argument, there was always a push and match, and then there was a few fights over the years that got bad. I was on the Comedy Store team for a couple years, then we played on another one called Sean Kemp's Kids with me and all the Seattle guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, uh, we ended up quitting. We won the championship my final year, and then we quit because I was like, it did get to the point where people were getting hurt uh, just because it was too aggressive. So right. like pe pe people would be, you know, swinging elbows in the paint. You'd catch one to the face, and you're like, "Oh, great, dude! Now I got to go on stage, and my eyes busted open." Yeah, you look like an idiot. It just got. We got. I. Got, it wasn't fun as much as it was competitive. You know, the yeah. fun went away. Dude, one time I saw this was in the we played in this park league, and they had the chain nets, which you never really see chain nets. Mm -mm. And this I love chain nets. Chain nets. I know, dude. I love chains. <laughs> 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 no, like these chains. Restrict me, baby. Yeah, I love it. And um, and uh, so this guy, he had gotten married like two weeks before. I kind of knew him, but he got married two weeks before, and he was a big guy. He was like six, 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 seven, and he went up for a dunk, and he dunked, and his ring finger got stuck in the chain net, and he came down, and his finger was just hang swinging in the net like that, just bleeding out. I was like, ah, la, 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 la. I've seen so many bad accents. I, I fell on my neck, and I had a I had a severe concussion where I almost broke my broke my neck. I literally almost yeah. broke my neck. Passed out for like two days. Uh, I saw a guy, a good friend of mine. His his bottom tooth went right up through his top Ooh, lip, I... like dislocated his jaw, and and his tooth went up through his lip. I've seen people, uh, I've seen people li literally break their ankle, actually break their break. Oh, their ankle. dude, I've seen that so I've many seen, times. I've seen well, Tom Segura, we know he fucking put his arm uh, put his arm and touched the back of his fucking other arm. That one, but that I've actually never seen anything quite like that though. Like I've ne well, even yeah. all my years of physical therapy, seeing an injury like that because he broke his arm and his leg right on the same time at the same thing, or well, was it just his, his arm? His, no, his arm, but his leg was because of his. Uh, he blew out his. ACL or is MCL? On the jump. Well, what happened was is he slips, right? You can see him, like there's water underneath and he slips or whatever, like sweat. And so his shoe doesn't catch. So his knee blows out and that causes his, 
his body to flail. His arm goes behind him and, you know, splats So, yeah, so it's just one. He's still, like, in recovery to this day, right? Yeah, but, he, lo- but he's, he looks fine now. He's I mean, great now. He's in good. He's in total fine shape now. I mean, I'm sure that's ne- – he's never going to play basketball again. I'm sure he's not <laughs> yeah, going to. But, see, like, that's, that's what happens, though, when you're an adult. Like, yeah, you that, get hurt. That's just what happens, yeah. you know? Dude, you get hurt sometimes with your kid, huh? Just yeah. like goofing around with your kid. Oh, all the time, dude. It's insane. By the way, you, I cannot, I cannot believe that I forgot to tell you this, and I've, I've waited. This, I, I didn't even. T- I, it, my life changed yesterday. In here, we pour whiskey. Times are tough. Everyone's all over the place. Wouldn't it be nice to have something in your pocket on the go that could give you a little bit of calmness during the day? Well, guess what? There is. Headspace is incredible. Guided meditation. Uh, It's your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditation and an easy-to-use app. It's simple. It's incredible. It takes almost no time out of your day to refocus your energy on Y-O-U because you deserve it. Uh, I'm being genuine. I talk about mental health quite often on this show, and I'm a big proponent of believing in getting uh, help or assistance or whatever you want to call it uh, for mental health uh, and wellness. Uh, whatever your situation is, Headspace can help you feel better if you're overwhelmed, if you just need three minutes of you know, relaxing time and meditation to just reduce the stress of the day. Um, honestly, this stuff can improve sleep and boost focus, and I really do believe in taking some time out of your day to just chill out um, and get a little bit of guided meditation to recenter your chakras. I do believe in that, man. I do think it's very important. Um, you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Uh, go to headspace.com slash whiskey. That's headspace.com slash whiskey for free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every single situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to, head to headspace.com slash whiskey today. Get some guided meditation. Calm yourself down. Boost your focus. Improve your sleep. And feel better today Ginger. with Headspace. I like Ginger's. I was on, again, we've been in Los Angeles for a week. Yeah. We're on the 405 or the 101 or Who the cares? 123, the fucking whatever, dude. <laughs> the fucking free fuck way. Were you on the 911? We're on the 911. Yeah. And um, we're on Mohammed Atta Express. And uh, <laughs> shout out Mohammed Atta, man. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, so, so we're driving and we see like huge pillars of smoke, like black smoke. Yeah. Like, cr- like coming over the highway like crazy. Huh? And so my girl's like, get off, get off the highway. And like, and I'm like, no, I want to see what's going on. She's like, the, kid, the kids are in Women, the back. Women, logic, men, go for the, go yeah. for the smoke. She was like, she was like, Chris, the kids are in the back. And, and, and like, you know, my stepson's like, oh, look at the smoke. I want to go through it. And I'm like, I want to go through it. And then my daughter's like, no, please, daddy, no. Because the Carvel in our neighborhood burned down. And my daughter like can't even walk past the Carvel anymore. Like, even though, cause it's all boarded up. She just gets like, who so burns down an ice cream shop? Fucking unbelievable, dude. Terrorist. 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 You can't Terrorist. take our ice cream, terrorist. Can't do it. Um, uh, it was me, because when I started the MyFitnessPal app, they said ice cream's no good. No so more. I said, <laughs> burned it down. So so she's like freaked out with fire. So I really should have just gotten off the exit. Yeah, I should have done that, of yeah. course. But I did that thing where I was like, I can't get off. I can't get over. But I could have 100% got over. So then we're at a point where there's no, where's nowhere for us to go. Because this had just happened. The fire trucks and the police cars weren't even there yet. The traffic was just rubbernecking. But the fire trucks were coming from our way right. to try, you know, all that. And then they were coming from the other way. But they had ju- they were just getting there as we were getting there, as we were getting to it. So I said, look, it's just a car on fire or maybe the bushes are on fire. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, and again, my daughter is like petrified of this. So we're I, we're pulling slowly, pulling up, dude. And I swear, I know that this is what we saw because even Jas, like even Jasmine, started to like dry heave. We come up there. The car had crashed into the wall. Into like, that, yeah. 
and exploded, and there was a guy sitting in the front row. I swear to God, his flesh like dripping off his body, just sitting there. Shut I up! I swear to God, like engulfed in flames. And my daughter, she's like, "Is that a man?" And then my stepson is so fucking funny because he's like not traumatized by anything. <laughs> she goes, "Is that a person, Bobby? Oh my god!" And then my girl's like, "Oh my god, is that? Oh my god!" And like screaming, and I'm just like looking. And then my 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 daughter's like, "Oh my god, is that a person?" And my stepson goes, "Yeah, that's sad." Give that kid a Netflix deal. Yeah, she was like, ah, dude. I saw a man. It was really dude. I I swear to God, like himself, just like just like you couldn't make it. He was already burnt. Like he was. It was was over. Like you couldn't make out that what kind. Like if it was a man or a woman, but like somebody was in the seatbelt, like this seatbelt, just like that. I swear, because they were burning, like incinerating. It's not funny, but like no, it's, it's terrible. One of those things, though. But like, because I could have, you couldn't believe that that's what I it was. I I genuinely thought it was going to be like a bushfire, or, or, just, instead, or just like a little car accident. Instead, I drove my family. They've been in LA for a week until a, an active fire scene where um, the man, the driver of the car, was engulfed in <laughs> flames, dying in front of us. Bad, bad dude. And we looked all over on the news for it and everything, and like, it's not a thing. It's like, does this just happen in Los Angeles? Yeah. So much where cars just incinerate and kill people. Enough accidents happen in LA where they you couldn't report all. We couldn't believe because we saw that the police helicopter circling above the yeah. 405, 101, 000, whatever right. we were on, and they're just circling, and we're like, this has to be on the news. Like, but we had to get off the next exit and like pull over because like my, the trauma they were traumatized. Like my daughter had to sleep with us last night. Like I fucking may ruin my kid's life. Yeah. Just because I thought it'd be funny. LA, but my baby. stepson doesn't care. <laughs> and then when he immediately said Santa Claus, I was like, dude, that's hilarious. That is so funny. Because now she thinks that Santa burnt. So now we have to, so now here's the thing. We're telling like, no, that wasn't Santa burning alive. But then we made the decision. This is like crazy how like I changed my whole family's life. I just went there. <laughs> she, she, uh, we had to tell her this morning, my daughter, because she was just like so upset about everything that we had to just sit her down and tell her not only like that wasn't Santa, but Santa's not real. So, we, oh, so this was the catalyst to tell her Santa's not real. This we is had great. to. We well, had this to is because, great. That's the universe. Because she believed that Santa was dead in the fire because that's what her brother said. But we had to say, no, 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 he is not real. But how old is she now? She's five. But It's she, about time. No. They know. You think, you think Five so? and six is when you start to get the inkling that you're like, what's going on? Especially if you have older siblings, if you have older brothers or sisters. Yeah. Or friends of older brothers and sisters. All I remember was about that time, people start being like, you know it's fake. And you're yeah. like, shut up. Shut what up. do you mean? Dude, I'll, I'll never forget, seven years old, we used to drive from New York to Florida every summer with my my grandpa, um, who had his friend. It's one of those things where By like- By the way, how stupid are kids that they believe in Santa? Dumb fucking you idiots. fucking idiot. Dude. You think a man is going to fly around and deliver all the gifts in one night? You really think that? He can come down all these chimneys? Kids are fucking idiots. Idiots. They're idiots. Idiots, idiots, How do idiots. we trust them to do anything? Yeah, it does. Anything. It's just stupid. I we should have... let them out into the world and see if they'd survive. They'd all die within an hour. Dude, I could. And it's like where I lived, like in a, in like a little bullshit Brooklyn apartment. It's like, I was like, Mom, there's no chimney. So, like, where would he come down? And I used to think that she, he would come up through the toilet. So I would leave the toilet <laughs> lid open on Christmas morning because I thought that's where Santa's going to come out through our poopies. That, I that. remember growing up in a high rise when we were in a high rise when I was a kid. And for my first, like, nine years of my life, I, I grew up in high-rises. And I remember when they talked about Santa coming down chimneys and going to the houses, and there was never apartments in any of those books. No. And I thought, oh, I guess Santa doesn't come to these apartments at all. No. I never asked. I was sad. I got really no. sad. I was like, I guess those gifts are from somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, like, they just weren't. From uh, ghetto Santa. I, from, it's well, from I saw two things happen. Santa. Two things happen. When I was seven, we were in... When I was, when I was seven, this happened. I was like, ah, whatever. And when I was eight... 
I saw my mother taking a bite of the cookie that like, cause we used to go to my aunt Janet's house. So she, I saw her taking a bite of the cookie and putting it back on the plate because she would make it like, we would go to my aunt's house, open up presents. Then when we would get back at like one o'clock in the morning, there would be a half eaten cookie and, and half drank milk. And she'd be like, oh, Santa came and ate the cookie and the milk. But my mom went, you know, when I was eight, I saw her, you know, half eaten cookie. And then she came down into aunt Janet's house with a freaking milk mustache. So I was like, yeah, lady, nice try, Ma. I know it's you. Yeah. But when I was seven, the year before, we used to drive from New York to Florida every summer. And my grandpa, this is where like kids are just like so clueless. It used to be me, my cousin, my grandpa, and my grandpa's friend Lillian. But my grandpa, but my grandma would stay home. And I thought like, and I was like, oh, Lillian's just my grandpa's gran friend. I thought grandpa, and I swear to God, I thought grandpa, I thought Lillian was just grandpa's friend. But grandpa would tell us when we got in the car and we, you know, we would never say, he was like, remember, don't, it's just the three of us. Don't talk about Lillian. Lillian's just a secret. But as a kid, we thought that was funny. He's like, he's, he's grandpa's secret friends. We were like, this is great. Grandpa's secret friends. We'd be like, shh, grandpa's secret friend. But I didn't realize like he was having grandpa a full- Grandpa has so many secret friends. Any has secret kids. <laughs> yeah, any has secret yeah. other families. Yeah. So we would go down to Florida and I didn't know until like literally, I must have been like a teenager because my grandpa passed away. I used to be, I was maybe 17, 18 years old. My mother my mother came and asked me once, you know, asked both, both of us, me and my cousin. She was like, what? Like when you guys would go to Florida, like was there a woman with you? And we're like, yeah, always. Secret, grandpa's secret friend Lillian. And they were like, and then my mom talked to her sister, like, did you know like our dad was having an affair like on our mom? And she would go to the kids of Florida, and like one sister, one of my aunts knew, the other one didn't give a fuck. <laughs> like it was just like it was just crazy. But we're driving down. Back then, you could have multiple families, and it was totally kosher. Yeah, there's kosher. no cell phones, dude. We used to call my mom yeah. from a payphone at this place called South of the Border in South Carolina off the side of I-95. Like, my grandpa would just take us for two months to Florida and just let... Dude, he would let us jump in the pool with no fucking life vests on. We were like... We couldn't swim. We were idiots. There were alligators outside. We were, you know, we were in, in Florida, and, and we're on driving on I-95... Seven years old, no seatbelts on, no car seats. That just wasn't a thing back Didn't then. Didn't exist. I used no. to sit in the back of a station wagon with a bunch of different kids. Oh, yeah. With like six different kids in the, in the bed of a station Dude, wagon. Dude, there were no rules. It was great. It was when America was great. And we're <laughs> going to get America great again in 2024. Um, and so we're driving, and we see this big 18-wheeler Mack truck. And every time we'd see the truck, you know, we'd go like, ha, ha. And, and then usually got like, ha, ha, pack a horn. We're, I forgot what state we're in. Maybe we're in like fucking Maryland or something. But we're driving, and my cousin, it's on my cousin's side, and she sticks out her head, and she goes, hey, mister. And my grandpa's like, like that. So the guy literally rolls down the window. I swear to God, he rolls down the window, and he goes, Santa's not real. And then rolls up the window and speeds off. And we were like... And we just sat back and Lillian was like, what an asshole he was. And then like we had all these questions while we we're on the highway, like, is Santa real? Is he not real? And then they were trying to come up with reasons why he was real. And of course he's real. And that guy's sad and he's yeah. going to get coal in his stocking and blah, 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 blah. And then, but that's when it put the seed of doubt in me. And then the next year when I saw my mom eat the cookie, I was like, oh, Santa's not real, but Lillian is. Lillian is very real. You're very real. <laughs> Dude, I was like, is Lil like, cause it was she I pretty? You know what? I don't remember. I remember she had a mole on the back of her head, and I would sit in the back seat, and I would always be right behind her, and just for like 18 hours, just looking at this lady's mole on her head, and I'm like, ugh. Wait, how big was it? It went through her hair? It was just hair? a huge, yeah, she had like thinning hair. She was a whole woman. this big, huge fucking mole on her head, and I would just like stare at it. I would just watch it like jiggle, and I was like, ugh. My, my stepdad's, I think he, he told me his dad's, or I mean his, his grandpa, had multiple families. And, yeah, I believe and, it. And, and, and they didn't know. They had it was no very idea. common back then. Yeah, well, also because uh, 
divorce was so scary, people didn't want to get a divorce, right? So they no, were you so get panicked a about divorce that they were like, well, you can't get a divorce. You might as well just have other families. Yeah. Which I think, I mean, having two families, I don't know how people do that. I don't know how you want like a whole, like the, we watched that guy, the, um, the, the polyamorous uh, people, they have like a TV show where it's like they have four wives, you know? Four oh, like wives, Mormons? Like, yeah. yeah. Or whatever they are. I, it, it's not Mormon. It's the other. It is, but it's not, right? It's, it's like, uh, poly- well, the Mormons are about polygamy. Not all of them, though, because a lot of them aren't into that shit. Really? Yeah, it's kind of like there's a, that's the extreme version. Kind of like how like Hasidic Jews are an extreme version of Judaism where you have lots of Jewish friends that are, uh, don't do any of that yeah, shit. Yeah, the Hasidic, yeah. There was you a, know what Hasidic- I mean? And they disagree with each other very, very much. Whereas like a lot of the Mormon community totally disagrees with. Polygamy and all that shit. My, when my gra- I, again, I was a child. My grandpa was, you know, an old racist guy. Yeah. He he. As um, he should be. That's yes, what they are. That's what, what they were. We, you know, live very close <laughs> to Williamsburg, Brooklyn, which is a humongous Hasidic Jewish population. Right. Still. And, yeah, still huge Hasidic Jewish population. And we would, when we would be driving through that neighborhood, like you know, like they they kind of like in there. It's their community, so like they'll cross the streets, that, like on a green light, like they don't care. And my grandpa, one time, I remember it was my grandpa and, and my dad in the front seat and me in the back seat, and my grandpa like stopped. Stop short, stop short, and uh, almost hit like a Hasidic Jewish person. And he goes, ah, he goes, he turns around because Chrissy, I should have hit him. I would have got 10 points. And I was like, <laughs> oh what? <laughs> so then I, and then he never explained it. So I just thought if you hit, when I was a kid, I just had this if thing. You if hit, you hit Hasidic Jewish people, you get, you get points. There's some kind of point system. And what are the points for? Who cares? So I remember then we would be driving around like, hit him, dad, hit him, dad. Grandpa <laughs> will get 20 points. Oh and then, I, but now God. I, re- yeah, dude, it was so brutal. <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like, that's me being a dad now. Like if I ever, I won't do a joke like that, but if I ever did something in that realm, it's like, you, I have to explain to my child right away that I was kidding. But I think for my grandpa and my father, it was funnier for them if they never told me. Well, right, because there was always secrets that they never told us that you didn't understand until later. You know, yeah. I talked about it on the show. Like my uncles would go out and check the tires at family gatherings. Yeah. That was to go smoke pot. Oh, yeah. They're like, we got to go check the tires. I was like, man, when I get older, I got to make sure I got to check all the tires on my cars in the winter. <laughs> yeah, you just have that to. That was this old, this old lie that they went out to check the tires so they could, you know, it was like, because mm. in the winter, air gets out of the tires. You don't want to walk outside of a family gathering for a flat oh. tire. And as kids, we're like, oh. oh. Yeah, but they come back from checking the tires. That's and now like the, you're like, That's like oh. um, when I first started comedy. I was like 2010, 2011. I opened for Pablo Francisco at Gotham Comedy Club. He was there last said, night, by the way. Great. Pa- I, was, I said hi to Pablo last night. You know, I told him, I said, dude, I saw you when I was in college. It's been it's incredible to dude, see you It was amazing to see him. Doing your thing, me, man. Just, it's wild. I mean, the, the impersonations are fantastic. Pablo Francisco, great. And I remember I opened for him like... He didn't pick me to open. I was just like yeah, the local. house MC at Gotham Comedy Club that night. And uh, and I was in the green room with him. And he goes, uh, he goes, hey, man. Because, again, I was so naive when I first started comedy. Like, I wasn't from a drug scene. I was like, I didn't know anything about anything. I genuinely was like wet beyond the ears. I lived my whole, you know, in Brooklyn, Queens. I barely even went into Manhattan. Like, Brooklyn, Queens kids, for the most part, don't even go there. It's like we stay, like, in the outer boroughs. Yeah, why would you, though? So, like, Manhattan, it's like that was, like, only started really going when I started doing stand-up. And I and um, he was in there with his openers and, uh, and like, his real openers. And I came in. I was like, hey, we're going to start in about five minutes. And then Pablo's like, oh, he's like, he's like, thanks for letting me know. He's like, I just got to go skiing quick. And I was like, okay. He was like, yeah, we're going to hit the slopes. Like, I, I, like, I, that's so far away. But that's what I said. I and I, I remember thinking, I remember coming out, and I asked one of the servers, I was like, Pablo said he has to go skiing. Is there, like, what does that mean? And, and then the server was like, you know, like that. <laughs> like, they did that face. Like, Chris, come on. And I had no idea. I was like, ski- I, was like I don't know how he's going to make it back in time, but 
but he right. did somehow. He but was he able did to get somehow. to the slopes and come right back. Yeah, and I did. I st- like it. I didn't. It didn't hit me that he meant absolute cocaine use till like years later. I was like, oh, because then they all started laughing. He was like, I got. He was like, he was like, we're gonna go skiing. Let's hit the slopes, boys. And I was like, cool. I've never been skiing, <laughs> but I had no idea. And then they're all. You laugh- guys gonna wear helmets? <laughs> Be careful on the slope. Yeah, I was like, it's so awesome. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, dude. Dude, He's, he he was he at when I saw him in college, my college girlfriend bought me one of his CDs that he signed afterwards and I remember thinking how I mean that's when I was trying to I started to talk about wanting to be a comedian right. was back then and I was like maybe it's a bad idea cuz he was so polished and right. the guys like that were so good they would come into the Tempe Improv and, and right. I'd go watch all of them and I was so scared because I was like, man, I don't know if I'll ever be able to do any of that stuff. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's so intimidating to watch when you're 20 yeah. years old to watch someone polish, you know? Yes. Like, it was wild. I, like, how they kill, j- just to even kill for 10 minutes, I'd be like, how did they do that? Yeah. To do it for an hour, you're like, that's impossible. It didn't make sense. And back back then, Pablo was doing probably an hour and a half. And then at the Easily. very end, and then at the end, he would do, yeah, and then of material. And then at the end, he would do, uh, he would take, you know, people talking to him, and he would do the movie voice and all that stuff, and he would, he would let people give him scenarios, and he would make yeah. up a movie and... He, that stuff was fucking remarkable, and it's cool to see him out there still pumping away and doing his thing. He was doing a bunch of what sounded like like relatively new shit last night. Dude, I used to be the I used to be the um, I was the house MC at Gotham Comedy Club in New York, and then I was the house MC at Caroline's Comedy Club in New York. Dude, one time I opened up for I MC'd for Richard Lewis, mm-hmm. and he just does a two man show. That's all he does. But he so it's just me doing ten minutes, and then Richard Lewis for an hour. And you know he sells a lot of tickets, especially in New York. Yeah, people want to see him. You know, two Fridays, two, two Friday night shows, two Saturday night shows. Every night, every, you know, the Friday night shows went fine. You know, I did fine. Okay. I, I, I literally you was doing comedy through. for two years. They wanted me to do 10 minutes. I maybe had 13 minutes, but only six of my minutes total was actually good stuff. Like, right. it was just brutal. So I could bear, like, if you asked me to do 15 minutes, I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. Like, I would. So 10 minutes was like a stretch, but I'm like, I can do this. So in between each show, he, Caroline's on 49th Street and 7th Avenue in the middle of Times Square, but he mm-hmm. will not, Richard Lewis will not wait in the green room. He, ref, he doesn't do that. That's just how he is. He goes from the hotel, walks right up onto stage when it's his turn, uh, his time, does his hour set, goes back to the hotel. That's how it is. He will not sit in the green room. To be fair, that green room is pretty terrible. That green room's terrible, but it, it is. But any green so room. So really tiny and claustrophobic. Nothing and it's almost like comedy clubs make comedy clubs and then forget about the fucking green room. Yeah, the it's only like, thing that we care about is, like, can I have a nice, comfortable space before like, I go on stage? Yeah, I'd like a nice space. There's people that don't have green rooms at all. There's clubs that they're like, oh, you just kind of hang out by the kitchen. You're yeah, like, I just did Rick Bronson's House of Comedy in Arizona. I was just sitting in the closet. They're, they're like, hey, can you just uh, hang out back here? You're like, I just sold out fucking yes. six shows. Sold out Salt Lake City. Sold out Salt Lake City. Well, we got one show added. We got added a late show on Thursday, but it's going to sell out for sure. Buy those tickets, you but fucking buy Mormons. Em, buy them. And then I'll be in Dallas. I go down to Addison. Yeah. Come see me down there. I've never done it, by the way. I've never done Dallas. At Dallas? Uh, I, I did the Addison. Or Addison, once. sorry. Whatever. The, uh, it's the same thing. Yeah, the, the owner the owner's a fucking wild guy. Yeah, is he? Yeah, he says wild. He's always like, waka kuku kiki. Like, he's got, like, Tourette's or something. I swear to God. Aww. He'll talk to you and be like, waka kiki kuku. You're like, great, and, thank you. And I'm like, paid? okay, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> yeah. Not as wild as, uh, what's his name, that passed away from uh, Stanford and Sons. Did you ever do that room? No, I heard he was nuts. He picked me up from the airport in a Lotus with cigarette burns all over it. A Lotus. You know how expensive those coops used to be? I yeah. mean, the old ones. Yeah. And he pulled up to the airport. He's, uh, he's I'm like, uh, <laughs> he called my phone, and I was like, hey, is there a car should i take do i have to take a uber or a cab? Or no this is before uber what i'm saying i was like do i have to take a cab or something to the hotel 
He's like, no, man, I'm, I'm picking you up, dude. Just chill out. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was like 20 minutes after I after I got my shit, and I was just waiting. Yeah. There, no one told me anything. Yeah. So then he comes up in a fucking Lotus, chain smoking, cigarette burns all over it, trash. I mean, trash everywhere. It's like a $100,000 sports car, trash all over this fucking thing. McDonald's bag, yeah. spilled, spilled drinks in the cup holders and uh. all that stuff. Oh, it's fucking gross. I'm not kidding. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I've been traveling. I just came from another shitty long weekend where it was Wednesday to Sunday. You remember oh, those days? Of course, yeah. It was Wednesday, oh. Thursday, Friday. So it was Wednesday, Thursday, and then two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday. I mean, I, I was exhausted. What about the ones we have to do three shows on a Saturday? I fucking put Yikes. a gun in my throat. Yeah. So then I, so then I get in the car. I'm tired. All I want to do is go to my shitty Motel Six and just go to bed. You yeah. know what I mean? And pass yeah. on a bed of syphilis. And yeah. so I, I, I'm like, uh, um, how far is the hotel? And he's like, no, we gotta, <clears throat> we gotta pick up somebody before we get to your hotel. And I was like. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm not kidding. We go to what looks like where it's like a hooker mill. I mean, it literally looks like a hooker mill, right. 100%. I was like, this is where somebody's, this is like a pimp and his, and his hookers live here. It's right. fucking gross. Right. Sure enough, this super tall chick, this really tall, skinny chick comes out. Uh, she have a cock? She's like 5'10". I don't know. I didn't, I, I mean, I, hope I, so. I only, I only fucked her from the back, so I have no idea. Perfect. I didn't see anything dangling. No, no clock down there, huh? Hey. But I, uh, but I, he, he, he goes, uh, I go, oh shit. It was, uh, like, didn't tell me. Uh, right. Oh my God. And I, I get to get out and he goes, no, no, no. She sits in the back. You sit in the front. You're the headliner. And I was like, <laughs> dude, and it's in the back of his workshop. She's like 5'10". You know, she's like a tall. And so she's, her, her head, knees are up her, over her your head. head is like hitting the ceiling. <laughs> and, and he doesn't introduce, it doesn't say a word. I'm, I'm like, hi, hello. You know, she, she says almost nothing at all. And then we finally get to the hotel and he He's like, oh, sorry, this is Black Barbie. This is my Black Barbie. You like it? And I was like, uh, nice to meet you, Black Barbie. And he goes, check this out. And he just grabs her tits. I mean, just like grabs her tits. And he goes, huh? Look at these. Look at these. Brand new. And I was like, <laughs> see you at the show. <laughs> Dude, it was so And he's dead now, this guy? Yeah, he Damn died. It. He died. He was a party animal. He was out of his fucking I heard that Every he night, would... he would have four or five prostitutes with him. But did he, I heard... Sorry. That, but Working women. Working I shouldn't... Women. I don't want to defame the dead. It's Women's Month. You know? Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. No, but I mean, you know, it wasn't a secret. I mean, he was. they were doing coke and he, had, he always had call girls all was the, the time. Was the club good, though? Okay, decent. You know the the okay, so the original one was was wild as shit. He used to have a catwalk, which I thought was insane. Uh, and, it, and 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 the club and also like you would is, perform on the catwalk. You you could walk out on a catwalk in the middle of the crowd. That's yeah. pretty cool. And the new one was more like, and the second version of it was was a club club. It was more like an old school club and a bullshit strip mall, like they all are. And. Uh, he was always nice to me, man. The rest in peace, the dude was nice to me. But How did he die? He, I, I think, oh, I think overdose. Oh, his overdose. brother was overdose or a car accident too. I mean, they all died really weird and tragic. Right. He was a good dude. It was just the club was. I, I didn't sell tickets, so back then it was free ticket nights and people were mean and wild and drunk. Yeah, and you crazy. got a fifteen hundred dollars, maybe two thousand. Oh my no, less I mean, even. Yeah, it was probably. I walked away with probably a thousand dollars for five nights of shows or six yeah. nights of shows, and maybe because you spent money on food and plane and yeah, but uh, but. But I do remember that he that every time I did see him and I did his club three times, I think, he was always like he was always like, Hey man, one day you're gonna be too good for this club. And in my mind I was like, Oh, I don't know about that, man. And I'm happy that it came true, but also he was very nice about knowing. He's like, And when you don't when you don't do my club anymore, just you know, just tell other people on the way up to come through my club. Cause he's like, guys get too big and they just don't do my club. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I was like, I wonder is that like how does that happen? And then when you feel that happen, the transition, yep. yeah. you're like, oh shit, I know what he's, I know what, I know he, what means. he means. Now, I know yeah. what he means. But yeah. it's cool of him that he at least like knew that and what doesn't hold it against you. Like, what do you think you're too big for my club? No, he knew. He w he was a businessman. He was yeah. like, at some point, you just move forward. Well, he must have done somewhat some things right. I mean, he's they got a great. Lotus and he yeah. made real money. Yeah, and he had Black Barbie. And he had Black Barbie. And he bought a boo boos. Um, 
Yeah, so fucking <laughs> so so Richard Lewis, I'm opening for Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm opening for Richard Lewis and the first two shows go good. And then Saturday, it was at eight o'clock, it was a seven o'clock and a nine o'clock show. And it was like clockwork on Friday and the first show Saturday, like clockwork. I do 10 minutes, get the light. That means bring Richard up in 15 seconds. Just even if you're in the middle of a joke, just stop and be like, ladies and gentlemen, are yeah. we here for Richard Lewis? Shalom, shalom, shalom. Boom. That's what, yeah, we start doing that. Richard. So, just a chair being passed around in the audience. Yeah. So, I do my clothes. I, 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 you know, I, Saturday night show, the late show starts to, you know, kick off. I'm doing the things and I had a time. Like, I'm going to do my closer about, you know, eight minutes, you know, start, you know, ramp it down, blah, 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 blah. So, I do my closer thinking the light's going to come on at the same moment it's come on the last three shows. And, you know, it, I'm looking for the light, and I'm doing the closer, and do the closer, no light. No light at all. So I, like, look over, and I'm like, okay. So <laughs> Panicking. I'm like, okay. So I look, and then I see the owner in the back, Louis Ferranda, great, you know, the book, legendary booker of uh, Caroline's Comedy Club going like this, meaning, like, keep it going. Oh, He's like, yeah. keep it going. Oh, and I'm like, stretch. Oh, I'm like, no. yikes, 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 yikes. So, again, I have 13 minutes. I've just done 10 minutes with my closer. Like, the best joke I thought I had, I closed with, it's done. So yeah. now I'm like, okay, let me. I, I worked on something on the train ride over here. Let, let me try this. So I do it. It's like, yeah, you know, kind of bombing, whatever. But you know, when you're a new comic, like you think, like if you just get a chuck, you're like, okay, good, good, good. right. So, but you know, it's, I'm bombing. Probably every, probably the entire set was a bomb. You yeah. know, but I didn't. But this was even worse of a bomb. Bad. This was nuclear. This is nuclear. Sold out show Saturday night, middle of Times Square. So now. Like 15 minutes have went by, and I'm like, oh my god, what's <laughs> fucking happening, dude? So then I start to go into the crowd a little bit and start to ask right. people. I'm like, hey, where are you from? Mm. You know, what do, do you do? What do you do? Bye. Birthday? Is it a birthday? And and everything and yeah and everything like that somebody would say because again I'm just so new. I'd be like, ah, you fucking jerk off. Like you know, I was just doing that. And they were like, what? This guy's in a wheelchair. I bet you kiss your brother. Yeah, yeah. He's paralyzed. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, he was like, he just lost his legs in Iraq. I'm like, yeah, you fargoot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know like just yelling, just bombing. And now it's starting to get bad. Dude, 55 minutes. Impossible. How did you do 55 minutes? I'm going to tell you exactly what I started to do. Dude, it got so bad. About 30 minutes in, the staff stopped what they were doing and were dying laughing in the back because of the shit not because of any of my material, of course, just because of how bad I was bombing. Dude, I brought two people up and let them try a joke. I brought two people <laughs> on stage and I let them try. I'm like, anybody out here ever want to do stand-up? Two people came up. I'm like, I'll give it a shot. Did a joke. One guy actually crushed. Yeah, he's which, killing. Yeah, it's a bit. They start booking him. They're like, Chris, you're done. Dude, then I asked, I, dude, I, Andrew, I swear to God, if there were 400 people in there, I probably asked 300 people what, uh, where they were from uh, and, and how many birthdays. I asked, are there birthdays in here? Like 10 times. And people are like, no, we said those birthdays. Then, dude, I started, I got to the point, like 40 minutes in, where I started just saying, hey, guys, yell out a state and I'll name the capital. And they would just yell out a state. You know, they would be like, they would be like, Iowa. I'd be like, Des Moines, that's easy, next. Like, I was just trying to do it. They were like, California. I was like, Sacramento. You know, and, like, and then like people, I was like, I bet you can't get me. Like, I wasn't, like, it was. People were so, coming to play tag. Yeah, to play, it was crazy shit. Yeah. Dude, 55 minutes in, I finally get the fucking light. I finally get the light. Richard <laughs> Lewis comes onto stage, doesn't even address anything. He no. goes, give it up for Jeff. And I was just like, <laughs> as I'm walking off, he goes, give it up for Jeff. I'm like, eh. Dude, he had gotten into, he had taken a cab back. You know, he'd always take, they, well, they, Caroline's had a you car service. You went skiing or something? Maybe he went skiing. <laughs> They'd had a car service that would go back and forth 
to, you know, from his hotel, which is like three blocks away, but in midtown traffic, that could be an hour. You just walk. Yeah, dude, that's what I said. But, you know, but everything was running smooth. The driver of the car had been drinking and driving, I guess, and got into a car accident and hit the car in front of him and was fucking loaded with Richard Lewis in the back. So the police came and oh, they had to fill out a shit. whole police report and they couldn't get Richard Lewis did out. He do have a bit, did he have a bit about it? No, he came on and fucking put his head down the whole show. And he, dude, he does an hour looking at the floor. He never looks at the owners. He just looks at his feet and tells jokes. Really? It's crazy, dude. But he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't do any kind of audience interaction. He just gets up there and talks. Just gets up there and talks and looks at his feet. The whole show. How do guys do that? I don't know, dude, but his fans love him. Yeah, but that always blows my mind that somebody can just disappear and not have any engagement whatsoever. Yeah, dude, he does. Like, he's from like that old school where, like, you know. Well, it says yeah, and they don't cuss. See, a lot of them don't like. He doesn't cuss, right? No, and you and you can't do any. Well, he said you know, on no the Friday show, work. no crowd work and no cursing. But I'm like, what do you want? Like, I no, I don't have material. You but know? also, uh, I get that with those guys. I, I played golf with Richard Kind, and you know, you know him. Do you know who that is? No. Yeah, if I show you a, a photo, you'll know exactly you know, who he is. Him. But Richard, you know, whenever I whenever I was cussing, he. He just doesn't like it, he, and he was like, don't work, Blue. He says, sugar, sugar. He goes, sugar, don't work, Blue. He doesn't like the cussing stuff because, you know, you know exactly who this guy is. Oh, sure, of course. He's big from uh, Curb Enthusiasm. Yeah, I mean, he's been in a million things. A he's, million he, things. He's so. the voice of Bing Bong. And yeah. From, he's done 8,000 animated stuff, but he's incredible. Right. He's such a good dude, but also his jokes, when we were joking around, he's, he's just cleaning his whistle. I'm always impressed by guys that are squeaky clean. It's, it's really hard to do, with our generation particularly. Dude, I just watched... Um, just a week ago on the rocks, Brian Regan's new comedy special. It's the best. It, it literally, I remember watching it in Phoenix yep. and then going on stage like an hour later and kind of, I kind of was sounding like Brian Regan. I was just trying to be like, he's his material and, and his, his essence is so great it's, to me. It's, it's I was too just good. like, it, it, cause I was like, how is he not cursing and kill? He's killing outdoors in a pandemic. Not one curse. Have so you ever I hung with him by the way? Only once, and it was great. He bought like the the whole bar around the drinks. He was like the coolest guy. Is he a like guy or no? No, no. I no. don't even know where he lives. But you hung with him. We hung. I hung with him, and I cut off your story. I'm sorry. What did you What did you say though? We you were saying. What did I, I say? I don't know. I was I sliced you off. I'm sorry. I don't know, dude. No, but it just Who made cares? me. Who cares? Yeah, sorry. It just made me think that he. Uh, I want to eat some salmon. You want to eat some salmon? Can we get some salmon ordered to the studio? Salmon. Hey, it's on its way. <laughs> yeah. No, I hung with him in Madison, Wisconsin. I was doing. Uh, uh, I was doing a, a, um, the Varsity Theater. No, that's in Minneapolis. I was doing a theater, a small theater. Um, Emily Blotnick was at Comedy on State, and the, the and Comedy on State owns the theater next door. Emily Blotnick's great. Very funny, dude. Yes. Dude, I watched her kill. I was like, oh my God, she's really good, because I've she? never really seen her. Yeah, her. she's always at the Comedy Cellar. I've yeah, seen her a few great. times, yeah. but I've never really seen her yeah. do her hour. You know, when you ever see people doing their thing, yeah. you're like, whatever, they're yeah, good. she's great. They're funny. And then you watch them do their hour, yeah. and then you're like, Ah, this is much different than when I see them do yeah. what we get together. And then Regan was at um, next door at the theater that they own, that the comedy. Oh, owned. like the yeah, thousands right of people, door, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And then we all kept met in the green room. We were kicking it, and then he's like, "Let's go. You want to go downstairs and go get a drink next door?" And we just sat and we had drinks. And I was like, "Coolest guy, so, beyond cool." And him and his wife were in the tour bus, just traveling the country doing shows. He's like, really? "Yeah, I rented a bus, and she comes with me, and we got our dogs." And I thought it was. I, isn't he divorced now though? Maybe he's remarried. Maybe girlfriend. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever, a, a human that was with. He him. was cheating on his wife. It was, it, was, uh, it was Lorraine. It was Molly back. Uh, oh, it was uh, uh, Lillian. Lillian. Lillian the mole. <laughs> Molly had Lillian the mole. Molly had Lillian. <laughs> Naked t-shirt. Anyway, he's the, he is the best. Okay, look. Uh, the residency has continued. Uh, Chrissy D is going to be here for a few more weeks. Yes. We're excited to have him because he's my sweet little prince boy. And we're going to end the episode the way we always do is with one word or one phrase. And you got to take us away when I'm off camera. Go ahead when you're ready. Okay. Got to take you off with one phrase 
or cam uh, one phrase. Um, I want to say uh, to the people out there, um, what did I say last week? I said that uh, we're going to be back in 2024, and I still mean that, but I don't want to end with that phrase. So the last phrase I want to say is, uh, oh, happy birthday, Hitler. <laughs> in here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the whiskey and seventy-five dollars for the horse. Gingers are oh, hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger, I like gingers.